Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Go set happy Monday. Says, hello everybody she really wants to be involved right now yeah it's sweet she's just sitting and staring at me now first she was on the bed now she's down on the floor staring at me what do you want these are crackers not dog treats <laughs> i think she thinks they're treats but they're not they're crackers honey a seeds beet potato cracker from trader joe if you must know Ooh, good shit the beet mm-hmm. ones are good uh, the beet ones are good too i like both mm. sorry you prefer a beet um, I don't necessarily prefer a beet. I think it just happens to be the more common one that my family gets. And mm-hmm, I just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really yeah. like toss-up. Yeah. Trader <laughs> Joe's a lot of really freaking good snacks. I love a Trader Joe's snack. We all know that my anxiety place is Trader Joe's. <laughs> Literally. Whenever I feel anxious, I love to go to Trader Joe's. Or, excuse me. We're recording a podcast, ma'am. You have to be quiet. This is not that. Oh my God, I have to give her one because now she won't stop. That's okay. You want one of these? you go that's all you get i love when dogs eat chips because they sound like humans i really think like it's really crazy to me when dogs have such human characteristics even today like the way muffin was sitting i'm like oh my god you literally want me like a baby i know it's so funny when they like when she chews chips it's just like it sounds like human chewing chips yeah (laughs) i can't stop all right but anyway let's get to it we have a lot to talk about today but first it's time for yeah um okay very different we like to change it up guys we're almost two years in crazy whoa result in a whoa so as a result we got to change things up um okay my pride my pride is that I have been super consistent with journaling and I'm really proud of myself for that because I've had a lot going on and I think that I've showed myself that I can make it a priority regardless. However, going off of that, I do feel like there are days, obviously we have different energies. Sometimes at the literal end of the night, we have less. So I feel like sometimes it can be hard on myself when I feel like I'm not like being the most vulnerable or deep if it's like fucking 1130 at night. So I'm proud of the consistency. But I think sometimes if I feel like I'm not giving something my all, I feel like it's not as productive, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, I've gone deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, so navigating all those things, but regardless, proving to myself that I can do it for, no matter what. Yeah. And everyone should be doing our November journal challenge. Yes. It was so, it's so cool that so many of you reached out asking um about the journal itself and now you have full access to it so if you prefer for it to be emailed over to just dm us literally whatever form that will get this to you let us know if you guys want to share with us what specific things you're working on right now it would be so nice just because to end off the year on a note that we're really proud of and feel fulfilled by um nothing better and it's not too late to start if like if you know we're a week into november now and this is coming out and if you haven't started it's not too late to start like you don't have to be like, oh, well, this month is done because I didn't start it. Like, no, it's not too late to start. You can still join us on our journaling challenge. Absolutely. And like what you were saying before, but I think that like 
yeah, I totally hear you and understand how you're feeling. But I think that just showing up is what is important. Like whether it's showing up to a workout, showing up to your journaling, showing up to a meditation, whatever it is, just the showing up to do it is enough. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that I, I definitely struggle in in a lot of different areas of my life. Like I think that I have this um, idea that not that I know the difference between my top version of like giving something my all versus yeah. not, which is cool to be able to embody the top version of ourselves, right? So I think when I feel like I don't measure up to a standard that I know I'm capable of, I'm like, oh, you could have done better. You know, when I really logically could just be, grateful and proud of what I did do but there's I've been noticing that a little bit more of like because I've shown myself that I can do certain things and like okay well that should be the standard Mm. well I think it is good to acknowledge sometimes when we can do better but it's also not it's not productive to then shame ourselves for like not doing our best 100% of the time totally yeah and it's definitely something that I obviously don't want to um get stuck in sometimes but just being honest about that it's still something that comes up for me um and then my pickle my pickle my pickle um my pickle's gonna tie into the episode a little bit but I feel as though I've been I have this whole thing about always trying to save my future self and in some capacity right whether it's planning ahead of time doing something that's meant to do the next day the day before uh planning my schedule like all these things and in so many ways it benefits me But in a lot of ways, especially recently, when it comes to this move, when it comes to my future with Chris, when it comes to the bills that are coming, like I've really found myself feeling overwhelmed because there are a lot of things that I can think are going to go a certain way. And I've had so many examples that they don't always go that way and that it's okay. Um, But I think that because there's a lot of changes going on in life right now um, with the living situation, with like a new dynamic of my relationship with Chris, with certain standards of like which we don't need to dive into today, but just interesting that I've been recognizing of like what I think it means to be someone like a partner when it comes to living together and what Mm -hmm. I think those responsibilities look like of Mm -hmm. shifting the way that you show your care and your love. Mm, Um, Yeah, finance, like financial aspects, so many different things, but to tie it all up with a bow, I've been feeling so excited and so happy and so fulfilled. And like, I constantly want to do all these things, but also overwhelmed and like it's it's a silly example but my parents are like are you preparing for the apocalypse by any chance because you have so much food that you're taking with you and like they're like you eat the same three things every single day who's eating this stuff right and I'm like I don't know like in case we need it or like if we have people over like so many different areas we could dive into but like this living situation that has barely even officially started until like we've been like in in and out there's so many different things of what I have noticed that the, this idea of like being a homeowner means. And I think a lot of it does come from the way that I love people and the way that I want to host and make people feel loved. Um, but then, yeah, there's just so many layers to it. But anyway, let's move on to you. <laughs> and then we can dive into it because I think I'm sure people can relate if not just like being a homeowner, but in what you're saying about feeling like you need to fulfill a certain role or prepare in a certain way for certain things. So we can certainly get into all of that. My pride for the week is um, after moving, I was feeling like my social battery was like run out very easily just because I was going through a lot of change and stuff. But I'm feeling like way more like myself in terms of like 
wanting to do things and because I'm usually the type of person like I love being alone and I love getting my like relaxed time but I also like love to see people and I love to do things and I love to be social and I was feeling like very easily worn out by that for a little bit but I am feeling much more myself in that aspect and that feels really good um and I think a lot of that has to do with getting back into balance with myself like with my routine and um you know committing to the things that I need to do for myself in order to show up for other people. So getting back in balance with that with me has also, you know, been a pride in itself, but has has put me in a position that makes me feel more like me in general in terms of like being able to be social and active and what's not, but we all have our seasons. Um, and my pickle is that my period's coming and I am just cranky. Uh, <laughs> Overall, feeling great and social, but just today feeling cranky because my period, cranky and hungry. Mm. Yeah, isn't it so? Our bodies are so fascinating. I think about that constantly. Yeah, no, I literally, like before, I was feeling so cranky and I was like, why do I feel so fucking cranky right now? And I was like, oh, my period's coming in like two days. Like, okay, Mm. it's all right. It's okay, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. But like, I know, like, sometimes when you'll get emotional, I'm like, Brenda, it's hormones. And like, it's hot. It is upsetting when you feel like, why do I feel like easily frustrated or easily this or blah, blah, but you're just like, ah, this is just my hormones. Definitely. And it honestly, I think a big piece of it is that like, for me, at least when it comes to stuff like that, I hate one of my pet peeves is making excuses. This is not to say that I don't do this because I totally make excuses in areas of my life, Mm -hmm. but I don't like making excuses so I think I for some reason which is so not fair to any woman in the world but I'm like oh it's just an excuse like I'm just like making excuses for myself when it comes to like hormonal or whatnot but along with that I think it is such a prime example of ways in which we give advice and give grace to others but just don't give it to ourselves Mm -hmm. oh you you shouldn't be giving into that emotion like it's just we're so much harder on ourselves and I know Mm -hmm. we've said that so many times but it's just it's really true and it's a very tangible example but sometimes for me just being able to do the rec like let's say I'm feeling really cranky and then I'm like why am I feeling cranky and then it's like oh right my period's coming I'm PMSing just having that acknowledgement I then afterwards I'm like oh I'm way less cranky now yeah for some reason just acknowledging it makes I think it's because it gives us a layer of like certainty and an answer of sorts anyway yeah um where as like not knowing because I, I think I at least me I don't know about you but sometimes I have this like fall into this deep fear of sorts that something deeper is wrong with me than I'm aware of yeah I don't know yeah. why um but I think in certain moments, like if I feel very emotional or I feel not like, not not in control, because obviously, I don't know, when I feel more like reactive, mm-hmm. for some reason, I like attribute it to me, to something being wrong with me. So I think that's why having a layer of certainty of like, oh, this is why I'm feeling right. this way, um, gives a, I don't know, some peace around like, oh no, this is just like what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I can understand that for sure. Yeah. But anyway, wishing all the gals on their periods out there good luck. Um, But anyway, bud, why don't we dive into some of the things that you brought up before about maybe anxiety about a role or planning for the future? How are you feeling? Yeah, I think a bunch of different things. Let's see where to start. I think the most 
top of mind thing is definitely like wanting to prepare, wanting to be prepared um, for, for anything, for anything. Like, I think I have a fear that like everything is going to go wrong, meaning um, I don't know, things are going to break and I'm not going to have the money for it. I'm going to lose my job. Like very worst case scenario. I'm oh. going to somehow lose my job and like not be able to afford a mortgage. Um, we're not going to have not usually the worst case scenario type gal. I'm not. So that's, what's interesting is like, I, in all seriousness, like that's why this is really hard and kind of what your pride and pickle represented for me is this duality of like being able to simultaneously feel so fucking fulfilled mm-hmm. and then also have these little things that don't feel right. Yeah. Like in so many ways, this is the happiest I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's the most like not the most uneasy, but I feel different senses of uneasiness than I felt in the past. And I think I've been falling into versus this abundance mindset, right? I've been falling into like a bit of like a scarcity mindset. And I think it's out of fear. I think it's out of being on a different situation, having to pay my own bills, having to, you know, show up for my partner too, and give my share of this payment that we decided to go in with together. Um, so many different things that I feel like I'm approaching with scarcity mm. out of fear of not having things. Like it's, it's funny when my parents say, it and, and it's true, but like, I feel as though I'm trying to prepare for like, for example, um, this is very privileged, but like, I went to the supermarket with my family the other day and my mom was like, get whatever you want. And I was like, okay, great. And I did. And it wasn't even things I needed that week. It was like this mentality of needing to prepare in case I don't have access to this stuff in a worst case scenario. Right. And like, it's really interesting because like you said, it's not like me, but mm-hmm. I think there's this simultaneous thing of like fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And then also this idea that once I move out that I shouldn't, that it's uh, not disrespectful, that it is a bur- it's, it's burdensome to ask for help in certain ways when I should have that figured out or I shouldn't have made such a big commitment if I wasn't prepared to take on the responsibility. Wow, wow that's the first time I've said all that out loud, which is very interesting. But anyway. A lot of things. Well, number one, I want to acknowledge that I think you made a great point. And I think that this is important for people to hear and something that I've just learned is that you can feel like the most fulfilled, happy that you've have felt in a long time or ever and still be struggling in certain ways like I think that there is this false notion that you are either happy or down or depressed or sad like most I think most of the time in adulthood I'm starting to learn it's probably going to be both and when you look back you'll probably only remember the happy part when those because if you're having that kind of high like when you look back, you'll be like, yes, that was like such an amazing time in my life. I, I imagine that that's how it will go. But I think in adulthood, it will more often be this duality and a simultaneous thing over an extended period of time, more than just one or the other for an extended period of time. You know, I feel like I'm starting to see that that's kind of how it's going because as you get older, you have more responsibilities and like those things are stressful and there are more real life things to deal with. So you can be, you know, moving into your dream home and having all these amazing things happen and be at the peak of your relationship and be doing well at work and still be anxious and nervous and struggling in some ways. Like, I think that 
it's important to acknowledge that you can be doing both and that one doesn't take away from the other. Like having the struggle doesn't take away from this super, super high point in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's really like, I get, when you say it out loud, I'm like, yeah, of course. And then when I like close my eyes and I'm honest with myself about like, where is this coming from and why do I actually feel this way? Mm -hmm. I think a big piece of this transition beyond it being again, so special, so beautiful. So everything, I think in my brain, for some reason it marks as this, although I don't believe that everybody at this age should be doing this for some reason for myself, I'm like tying it into like, okay, now you're no longer a kid. And as a result, like you, I don't know why it's very interesting. Like, oh, you're no longer a kid. And as a result, like you have to, like the, you made a big commitment, one that's a little bit out of your comfort zone. And as a result, like you need to own the responsibilities that come along with that. And I, for some reason, I feel like I'm preparing myself to set up this boundary that I don't actually want to set, but it just feels like a a weird given for some reason that like, because of this, I shouldn't be like, mom, dad, like I need this. You know what I mean? Like, which I I don't believe for anyone else. I don't believe that at all. Like, I think adults ask for help. Adults need to ask for help. Every human person needs to ask for help here and there. Like, yes, you are making this big commitment and you are stepping into more of an adulthood role than you have before, just because like, that's the way things go. When you grow up, you take on more uh, quote unquote adult responsibilities. You have this more adult responsibility of this home now. But that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to ask for help still. Like yeah. it could be a year into living into this house and like you're still probably going to need to ask for help. Like something might break and you might have to call your dad to come fix it because he's yeah. good at that. Or like if Chris can't do it or like sometimes yeah. you might need to be like, hey mom, can you help me with the groceries this week? Because, yeah. you know, you're in a privileged enough spot that your mom can help you with that. And like, but, but beyond that, you know, adults need to ask for help. When you, we have our first kids, we're not going to know what the fuck we're doing. We're going to have to ask our moms for help. And then we're going to hope that our kids ask us for help when that time comes. Like, yeah. I think it's such a false thing to think that. Yeah. Because you're stepping into a higher level, quote unquote, of adulthood, that you're not allowed to still need help. Yeah. And it's, it's this been this weird complex too, because I'm like, holy fuck, we literally have a whole, so this is me being very honest with you guys to be clear that we don't have it figured out. And we, that's the whole point of the show. We're on the ride with you. But I was thinking the, the other day, actually probably this morning, I was like, whoa, the, the things that we preach on this show that I believe to my core, I don't always apply to myself and I'm extra not applying it to myself right now. Like I'm literally expecting myself because of a piece of paper that I signed to have things more together than I did the week before. Like way, you know, like, and it's, and it's on it. It's not something that I'm consciously doing. Like it's very subconscious. So I've, I've really like part of the I guess part of the journaling that I've done has brought this more to my conscious, which is what's letting me talk about this more, sure. um, like uh, while processing it and more openly, because I really haven't said these things out loud or written them down really. But I guess to an extent, there is a, is it my ego? I don't know. But to an extent, 
because of this choice and it's beautiful and amazing, I think I don't want other people, which is interesting how all these different things we've talked about and we're like, oh yeah, we've overcome this piece of this. Um, I think a piece of me doesn't want people to think like, oh, she went, she's above her, she went above her head. And by people, I guess, I mean, my parents, although they've been nothing but supportive. I don't think anyone um, think that of you. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like really weird to be thinking all these things at once and also be experiencing so much joy. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the examples of which I've been like trying so intensely to plan and to buy things and to not be like missing something and to like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, you really have to take it one moment at a time. Mm -hmm. And that's, if I were to pick a true pickle that all encompasses everything, it's, it's that I have been so well-intentioned in wanting to prepare for future moments or possibilities, but it's really been impeding on my ability to live in the now and to enjoy the now. And it's, it's just been more overwhelming because again, it's, it's all based on like what may or may not happen. Mm -hmm. And I've just, this is me saying it out loud to you guys so that I can like put it in my brain is like, I recognize that I can only control now and I, I can't even control everything, yep. but that it's incredibly important for me in this next season of life to of course remain responsible, but to really, really take things moment by moment and day by day, because otherwise it just doesn't serve me right now. Yep. A hundred percent. You can, there is never going to be an instance and we can always do our best to prepare, of course, but there's never going to be an instance in which we can fully be prepared for the future because we're not future tellers. Like we do not know what's going to come tomorrow, next week, the week after. But I think that it really is important to recognize that at every stage of life, we're going to sometimes need to ask for help and asking for help is not a failure. Asking for help does not signal that you went over your head in some way. It's just a part of change and it's a part of life. And we're not meant to handle everything on our own. We, we are a species based on connection. Like we're in no way meant to handle everything on our own and needing to backtrack and ask for help. And I'm preaching this to you, but I struggle with this so much. Asking for help is one of the things I'm the absolute fucking worst at. Like the worst. I would say it's one of the things that I, I would say if maybe the number one thing that I'm the worst at, like it's really hard because it does feel like a failure. It feels like, oh, if I need to ask for help, I'm failing in this way, or mm -hmm. I, I'm not strong enough, or I'm not as I prepared or whatever it may be. But I think that, you know, saying it out loud to you, because I do believe it for you. And it reminds me to also believe it for me that asking for help is not a failure. Yeah. And I think that asking for help and we don't have to dive into this, but like, I think asking for help, of course, mentally, of course, and all that stuff is tough, but I think also asking for help financially is a whole other thing. Yeah. Sometimes like, I don't know why I have this dread of the idea of asking that and that feeling like, I don't know. I think like financial stability, the thing is I've been thinking a lot about financial stability and I don't think anyone is ever financially stable unless you're like a bajillionaire. Like yeah. I think every level that we get to, no matter how quote unquote, I don't even want to say successful, what, cause it's different for everyone. And I don't think that money defines success per se, but we all have a level to which we think we might be comfortable. Hmm. But I think that at the same time, like there's always going to be something new. 
like even if we decide that in a couple of years let's say we have kids like that's going to be a whole other level of financial discomfort and having to care for other people you know what I mean so I don't know I think um yeah it's just very interesting yeah well I think let's leave this one here um Brennan thank you for your vulnerability and sharing all of that because I think it applies to anybody going through any sort of change or wherever they are at life and I know we've been talking about change a lot but like this mid-20s thing like you there really is a lot of change that goes on and I don't think either of us could have expected all of the things that we would need to process like going through these changes but that's why I'm so grateful for this show and for everyone who's listening to go through this with us because like we did start this show because we were like figuring out your 20s is really hard and you know we were dealing with different things maybe a year ago um but now there's new things and next year there will probably be new things so it's interesting to get to like reflect on it all together and if anybody is needing help in any area of their life and is struggling asking for help we support you and we want you to know that asking for help is not a failure and if you need to ask for help from us we're here for you. Shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Definitely. We're so much better at giving advice to others than to ourselves, you guys. It's so Um, much easier. (laughs) But seriously, thank you for being along for the ride with us. Thank you. I can't, I said it earlier, which is crazy, but like we're almost two years into this whole shebang and it's crazy. Um, So really thank you. And just for anyone that's listening right now, we appreciate you guys deeply. And the best way for you to give us a little thank you or a virtual hug back is to share this episode with someone that you love. Post it on your stories, share it. It is the best way for us to get this message out for people to feel less alone, for people to feel heard, and for people to know that they're not the only ones that don't have it all together. So please share, DM us, keep on doing your November challenge. It is never too late. It's never too late to step into a new identity, to do the thing that you never thought you could do and we have your back and remember you are 10 out of 10 baby bye everyone bye thanks for listening to roaring 20s podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together tune in every monday and thursday for new episodes of roaring 20s podcast you get to start your week with us and end your week with us with love brenda and julia Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.